Okay, I'm here at uh, Casual Connect, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Alex Noisy. I'm from Gaijin Games. I'm the CEO and designer. And what is, uh, what's the studio about, and why was it formed? How did it get started? So, uh, two other guys and I basically started Gaijin Games because we wanted to realize our own creative vision. So we were kind of, kind of tired of working for quote-unquote the man, you know, and like making somebody else's ideas. So we had a lot of ideas uh, of our own that we wanted to really rock out and, and see if we could make it in the marketplace. So that's why we started Gaijin Games. Um, and I think that uh, and then, that answers your question. Yeah, and how did you then, why did you decide to do Wii Games as compared to a whole bunch of other platforms that are out there, iPhone, stuff like that, that are just easier to get into and cheaper to get into? Sure. Um, now, easier, of course, is, is uh, you know, that's, that's up for debate. Um, we came from a background of knowing the Nintendo platforms. We, okay. we came from a lot of DS experience, a lot of GameCube experience, and so the Wii was sort of a natural progression for us. But uh, I think that the biggest factor was the control scheme. With our first game, Bitrip Beat, you, uh, you, you tilt the Wii remote forward and backward, and it just feels absolutely natural. And for us, none of the other platforms, iPhone, Xbox, PS3, none of those could really give us that uh, precision that we were looking for. And the Wii really delivered that. And so the scope of the game that we wanted to make, a retro revival kind of uh, experimental, exciting action game, uh, worked on the Wii just as well as it would have worked on the other platforms. But the control scheme was far superior on the Wii. And um, so you decided to do the Wii. Um, can you talk about the development process? What were some of the challenges? And how did you keep this thing going when you didn't have a game released? <laughs> well, actually, we decided to work with a publisher. And I think that a lot of independent studios have a lot of struggles um, or a lot of, um, a lot of issues with... Do we self-fund? Do we work with a publisher? How do we self-fund if we self-fund? Because I think a lot of people think that's the optimal way to go. And maybe it is. But for us, what worked best was to partner with somebody who could help us fund the cost of development and develop this dream that we had. And we found a publishing partner that was very excited about our idea. And we we sort of embarked on this journey together. And, uh, and, and from that point, we, we really just rocked it in terms of like, we're going to make this game for the Wii and it's going to be awesome and you're with us and we're with you and we're in it together and, and it, it just came, came, came together. And how long did it take to develop the game? Um, what were the challenges of developing for the Wii? Mm -hmm. Well, the challenges that we had were, um, were not too big to overcome because like I said, we had some Nintendo experience, a lot of Nintendo experience. So, so that was a, a low barrier to entry for us, for our team, for our specific people. And um, uh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, the second, the second part of that question was... Yeah, just challenges, oh, development challenges, and, and stuff like or gameplay challenges. And time frame. Yeah, um, yeah and so, so the time frame for us was four months of development time. Awesome. Yeah, and it was very, very quick. But like I said, like we had a lot of experience with Nintendo platforms, so that, that worked out well for us. And I think that if, if independent developers are in a situation where they know a platform, um, they're going to find that their partners, like publishers or, or I don't know, any partners that they have, will be more willing to go with them 
if the developer really feels at home on the platform that they're working on, sure. which we did. So it really just flowed very, very easily. And four months of development time for BitTrip Beat just was natural. It worked out well. And once you released that, did you work on another game? Um, what's What happened and how did you promote it and stuff like that? Absolutely. We worked on our sequel, uh, which is BitTrip Core, which just came out, I don't know, like two weeks ago. And uh, yeah, and I think it's a very fun game. And it builds upon the first game on a lot of levels, tech, story, design. But, uh, but we decided to change it up a little bit because consumers, they don't want the same thing over and over again, yeah. even though a lot of people think they do. Um, and so we changed it up and gave them a whole new gameplay scenario. And so it's a, it's a different gameplay control scheme and all that. And I think that time will tell that it's, a, it's a, an interesting continuance of the, uh, of the franchise. And we're going to continue to do that. And what's, what's the core gameplay mechanic around the franchise or, or the different games? Well, the core gameplay mechanic will change every single game. Sure. In the first game, it was more classic analog. Um, you're tilting the Wii remote. In the second game, it was digital. You're doing the D-pad and the buttons. In the third game, which isn't out yet, I won't really divulge, but it's but it's uh, it's an extension. And then, um, in terms of in terms of furthering the franchise and the story, like yeah. that is all congruent. It all flows together. Yeah, so how did you, um, did you decide that you were going to make a franchise when you first started, and how did you come up with this storyline to extend throughout the different franchises? Did you do that initially beforehand, or are you just developing this story as you're doing the different titles? Actually, we came up with the concept for the entire thing early on, like uh, before we started the first one. And that concept still holds true, but the, the specifics of which we tweak every, you know, with every project moving forward. But, but the core design idea and ideals are, uh, were born at the very, very beginning. Can you, talk, can you summarize the story then, the story theme of what's, um, what the game is, since I... Uh, I can do a little bit, sure. but I don't want to give too much away because sure. yeah, because here's the deal: is I I really like it when art is created and it's open for interpretation. Okay. So our games are definitely, definitely open for interpretation. Sure. But uh, the the core idea is that you are following the progress or the story arc of our character Commander Video, okay. who is. Who's going on this quest? I don't know if it's a quest, but it's a—it's an experience that this that this character is having. And in the first game, you have the first part of his experience. In the second game, the second part. And in the last four games, because there are six in the series, you'll experience his entire story arc and come to a conclusion by then. Um, great. And were there any other challenges with this story? Uh, did you have to test the story on other people as you, you know, developed it, stuff like that? Um, we didn't really have to test out the story to see if it would really vibe with a lot of people because, and I'm trying not to give too much away, but uh, because it's kind of an age-old story, and I, I, I think I'll leave it at that. I think it's going to work in the long term. And um, were there any other surprises as you developed for the Wii and, and throughout this whole journey as you started on your own things? Um, what are things that you would recommend or suggest to indie game developers who want to pursue the path that you've taken? I think that what I would suggest or recommend to other indie developers is get your game out there, whatever it takes.
books. Uh, work with a publisher, work by yourself if you can self-publish, do what absolutely whatever it takes to get your game into people's living rooms. Now, I'll tell you, this is our experience, and it has worked for us, and it continues to work for us, and it won't be everyone's experience, but the, the thing that I think is most important is that people realize their creative dreams and their creative visions, and if you're trying too hard to hold on to an ideal, um, you might lose that creative vision, or you might lose the the opportunity to get it out to the people. So be willing to compromise. Be willing to get your game out there and just do it. You know, do and accomplish. Then do and accomplish and get better and better at that. And that's all I that's that's I think what is the most important thing. And are you going to develop for any other platforms in the future? We would absolutely love to develop for other platforms in the future. Now, first of all, we really enjoy WiiWare and the Wii and, and what it offers us. But um, we are definitely considering the 360, the PS3. And, you know, I don't know if we'll go there. I don't know if we won't. You know, only time will tell. And where can people find out more about your games, maybe even pick them up? Sure. Uh, you can go to gaijingames.com and sort of follow our blog. We try to have some fun with our blog, and uh, and you can go to the games portion of our website. Um, but then, really, it's uh, the WiiWare store, so fire up your Wiis. You know, those things are connected to the Internet. And uh, go to the Wii Shop channel and browse for BitTrip Beat and BitTrip Core, and you'll, you'll see some of the games. And the next game in the series is out soon, so, uh, you know, just uh, explore a little bit and you'll you'll enjoy it thank you very much